Hey, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of Buds and Blue Jays. I'm your host, Jesse Burrell, and I am joined by my co-host, Riley McConnell. And Riley, we did it. We played our first series of 2022, and this is our first official series recap. In game one, we had the Texas Rangers uh, into town here, and the Blue Jays beat them 10-8. to We came back from a 7-0 deficit early on to get the win. In game two, the Jays won 4-3. to We got a game-tying home run from Bo Bichette in the sixth and a go-ahead pinch hit double from Espinal in the seventh. Game three, it was Texas's day. They won 12 to six. Jays got out hot early, had a 6-1 lead, but Ryu in the bullpen kind of disappointed and led to 11 unanswered runs by Texas. So two out of three, not too bad. As you predicted, Jesse, I think in our mm-hmm. last episode, you said we'll take two out of one. Uh, certainly was a hitter series. A uh, lot of home runs, a lot of hard hit balls. It was tough on the pitchers, man, as we'll be talking in this episode. It was just not not the weekend to be a pitcher. That is for sure. Whether you're a Ranger or a Blue Jay, it was just really tough on the pitchers, man. We know both lineups can hit. Jays proved that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the shortened spring training, too, had anything to do with that, with the pitchers not being stretched out as enough as they were. And we saw that particularly in the Jays that uh, their pitchers didn't look so hot this series. Even Gosman, who was probably our best starter, kind of struggled a little bit there, too. So I don't know. Could be nothing. Could be everything. We'll wait and see. So, Riley, I want to play a little game with you here. And this is called It's Only One Series blank so we're going to start that we're going to say a statement and then we're going to react on that to see how how dramatic we're feeling after one series of blue jays baseball you ready all right ben all right i'm ready all right it's only one series but this blue jay starting pitching is not good enough for this to be a playoff team i'll buy that statement man we got to be better we certainly got to be better um we can't have brios pitching the way he did gosman you know what um Still lackluster from what I was expecting. And even Ryu got hit around hard. He he struck he struck more guys out than I thought still got hit around in our bullpen. Because it's only the first series, but we seem to have the weakest bullpen in the American League right now. Oh, wow. That's a hot take. I don't know if I agree with you on that, man. I, I still... First three games, first three games, 159 left, but it did not look pretty, man. And I still think our rotation is going to be fine. I, one series, it's really hard to change your opinion on a player, how you thought about them going into the season. So I still think Barrios is going to be fine. He'll probably end up with that ERA between three and a half to four. Gosman, I don't know. That splitter looked nasty. He still got like 17 whiffs in total. The strikeout numbers were there. It's just really one bad inning where he gave up the runs there. And Ryu today, yeah, he got hit and he still got hit hard, but the velocity did tend to tick up a little bit. I think we're going to be okay. Just give these pitchers some time to settle in. And I still really like our chances here. Yeah. Like the short spring training must've been real good on the hitters and real sour for our pitchers. Um, Let's hope it's just that because our next series is going to be real tough. Another hitter friendly ballpark. We got to be sharper out there on the mound. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. That'll be a storyline to pay attention to as we go forward here. Riley, my next one, it's only one series. But Santiago Espinal is officially this team's starting base or starting second baseman. I'll buy that statement too, man. There's nothing on Calvin, but when you got a guy hitting the ball, it like hot players play, man. If you're fighting over a spot, there's no, well, it's Calvin Biggio kind of thing. Like, no, like Santiago Espinal is the real deal. Two wall scrape and doubles. He's driven in runs. His defense is just fine. Yes, Kevin had a nice play this weekend. It was a very yep. nice catch. There is nothing wrong with Santiago Espinal's legs. He can run. He can throw. He can field. And his bat 
is is dynamite right now. I'm saying if he plays for a team that's not the Blue Jays, he's a number two hitter. He's a top of lineup guy. If if a team is wise, a weak team, I'm not saying that he's the best player on a weak team, but he will impact a lot of teams, and he's impacting the Blue Jays right now. Well, the storyline with him through spring is that he added uh, 15 pounds of muscle and that he was hitting balls this spring. Like, he had two home runs this spring, which tied how many he had last year. And the fact that he comes into the opening series here and already has two hits, including a go-ahead RBI, pinch-hit RBI double to give the Blue Jays the lead there, both at 106 miles per hour or faster, seems like a good sign. A telling tale, I will say today, is that in Game 3 of the series, the Blue Jays were facing a right-handed pitcher, and normally that would be Kevin Biggio's time to start because he's the left-handed hitter, Mm -hmm. but he didn't, and Santiago Espinal was in the lineup for that game today. So I wonder if maybe you thought that Charlie Montoya was thinking the same thing about giving the hot player and Santiago Espinal a little bit more of a run. Yeah, I'm a firm believer, man. Give your hot players the the bat in their hands, dude. Don't, Don't take it away from them. Don't take it away from them. For what it's worth, though, late in the game after Espinal did strike out twice, he did get pinched at four for Kevin Biggio to come in. So I'm not ready to say that yet, but something to keep an eye on. If Santiago Espinal keeps making strides, this might be his job sooner rather than later. Yep, they're fighting over a spot. You know, give them equal at-bats, give them equal opportunity. But when someone's playing better than the other guy, it's 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 their it's their bag, their, their spot in the lineup. All right, Riley, it's only one series, but this Blue Jays offense might be the most explosive offense we've ever had. I'm buying into that right now. Um, we scored um, an astronomical amount of runs in this first series. And you know what? We left some runners on. We could have scored more runs. Mm-hmm. And I have, a fe- I have a feeling that we are just a long ball team. And some guys, like, we've Espinal could have turned those doubles into, into home runs. Um, you know, if maybe the pitch was a little um, lower and he barreled it up a little bit more, but there is plenty of opportunities for runs to be driven in with this team. Yeah. We're explosive as heck, man. <laughs> Our number nine hitter um, is red hot leads the team with two home runs. Yep. Um, all our big boys have a home run. You know, we're only missing a few guys without long bombs. And you know what? That's fine because we're going to another hitter friendly ballpark for four games and we're just going to explode again. Yeah, you mentioned the balanced attack that this team has. In game one, Teoscar Hernandez and Danny Jansen had home runs. In game two, it was Bo Bichette. In game three, Vladdy finally hit his first. George Springer got his first. And Matt Chapman got his first. So multiple home run threats are at the bottom of our order, or throughout our whole order, basically. That leaves just the Espinal-Biggio combo, Alejandro Kirk and Lourdes Gurriel, who don't have a home run yet. And I think three games into the series, it's just what you want to see from an offense we thought was going to be really, really good. Yeah, we are really, really good. And all those guys will have, have their home runs. Like the way Espinal has been hitting the ball, I don't care if it's 15 games in that he doesn't have a home run because it seems like he's just screaming doubles. You know, maybe he's suffering from the Vladdy, um, you know, launch angle thing, whatever. <laughs> doesn't matter. He's hitting the cover off the ball, man. And I'm totally okay with how this offense is acting. Pitching, it's a different story. All right, let's move on to our next segment here. We're going to do a three up, three down where we give you three good players, players we liked, or players we saw something good from, and then three down where, well, it's the opposite. We saw three things we didn't like. I guess I'll get us started here. I do want to talk about the new guy, Matt Chapman. He, uh, we were really excited about him. We talked him up a lot throughout the offseason here, and this was our first real look to see Matt Chapman go. Yeah, his bat didn't play as well. He had a few strikeouts in game one there, but you could see the defense, and especially today with Hunjin Ryu on the mound, Matt Chapman made some very good plays, including some strong throws across the diamond. So it was good to see that in person and to really see 
Matt Chapman's defense take effect. And his home run that he hit today was a massive three-run home run. It went 432 feet, which was longer than any of the 27 home runs he hit in Oakland last year. So we saw the signs in spring training. We think it's coming in. Thumbs up for me for Matt Chapman in his first series as a Toronto Blue Jay. Thumbs up for me too, man. I told you, as is advertised, he's going to give us a lot of strikeouts. He had a couple walks in this series as yep. well and a long bomb. Um, and to what uh, to attribute to what we said, you know, back the truck on some of our older episodes, Hunjin Ryu and his ground ball rate, Matt Chapman played a perfect three base. Um, he made one kind of off awful throw um, and Vladdy made a great play to tag yep. the runner out in that second game. You yep. know what? I'm okay with it because it all looks the same, same on the scorecard. He's going to settle in. He's starting to settle in a bit more. He'll get better every single game and feel more comfortable. I'm with you. Riley, who's your thumbs up? My thumbs up has got to go with Jordan Romano. Yep. Um, his, his two saves in our, in our first two games, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's 25 for 25 in his, his last 25 opportunities. Yep, he has a hundred percent success rate for, for his, for his saves. And, the Jumbotron just does this thing in Toronto now where <laughs> it looks like he's, we're fighting a Sith Lord or something. It's something out of a, we're fighting a boss in a video game. Looks absolutely incredible. Jordan Romano, um, great strikeout pitcher already. His stuff looks great. He, he's not messing around. I still think his delivery is a little bit funny, but if it works, it works. I love the guy. He's Canadian. That's two thumbs up for me, Jesse. Uh, Jordan <laughs> Romano, you can expect that. We, we were saying 35 saves, you know, could get us there for sure. We're starting the year off right, Jordan. Oh, absolutely. And Jordan Romano doesn't get enough respect, I think, across Major League Baseball as one of the best closers in the game, which, honestly, just look at the numbers. Jordan Romano has been that guy. Um, I'm going to move on to the next guy here. My next big thumbs up is going to go to Danny Jansen. Like out of all the people leading this team in home runs after the first series, I don't think many people had Danny Jansen being that guy, but we saw he was really good in the second half of last year. We touched base in the off season that we could have more of a power season coming from Jano. And sure. He only played in two games too. Cause he didn't play when uh, Kevin Gosman started where I came in as a defensive replacement in the ninth, I guess. But yeah, we've seen the elevated launch angle from him. And he even hit a double in game three today where he went opposite field to the right center field gap from Danny Jansen. And I don't remember seeing him doing that much at all, if ever before. So if Danny Jansen has become that much better and is going to be a power threat at the bottom of this uh, lineup, like look out, it's going to be even better than we expect. We got a great tandem of catching catchers right now. And Jano looked great, man. The bat looked great. We had one, one pass ball from him, but other than that flawless series for Mr. Jansen. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to see more. All right, those were our three thumbs up. We're good there. Now we're going to go into some downside to three thumbs down. And Riley, I'll let you get started with the first one here. Yeah, well, I think it's no surprise for people who are anticipating and watching um, the the home opener that game Friday night. We got our so-called ace on the hill Mm -hmm. and botches it. 108 ERA gave up, I think, four was four runs and two-thirds of an inning pitch. Did not strike out a batter. Gave up... um, gave two walks up and he got pulled. He just, he didn't have it. He gave up a lead off home run. That was a monster shot by Brad Miller. Brad Miller. Um, who, who I wouldn't have thought that. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I, I couldn't believe it. I felt so bad. I wanted to cry for Barrios, but um, yeah, it's a thumbs down, but you know what? He's going to bounce back from it for sure. Um, just a thumbs down in that first start. He knew he didn't have it. He was smile. So later in the game when, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the, the mood was light. It was nice to see that. Yeah, kind of took the wind out of our sails there. I'm with you. I do think Jose Barrios is going to be just fine, but let's store it in the memory bank. Remember this happened. Uh, as you mentioned last episode, pitchers are just going to blow up from time to time. It's kind of just unfortunate that this was the very first start of one of the most anticipated Blue Jays seasons. 
in team history, but Hey, that means we're due for some positive regression, right? And it's going to be good things forward from Jose Barrios. I'm excited to see him in his next start here. Um, yeah, he, he will bounce back. Right. Uh, my thumbs down is going to go to our bullpen performance today. I don't want to go into this too much because we were pretty good in game one and we did the job in game two, but today, especially, and uh, especially two guys, Ross Stripling and Taylor Saucedo. Ross Stripling is supposed to be the long guy out of this team. A guy is supposed to give us reliability and he came in and has one inning pitch and he walked three batters. And I know Ross Stripling is supposed to be a starter, but, and he's pitching in the bullpen as of now, but you can't have a guy come in and walk three batters in one inning. So Tough to see from Ross Stripling there. And Taylor Saucedo, who was good all spring, who I thought made this team just basically on merit because he pitched well, struggled today. He only got two outs. He gave up three hits and two home runs. Tough to see. And it makes me wonder if when Ryan Barucki is healthy, does that put Taylor Saucedo's job in jeopardy? I'm not sure. We'll have to wait and see here. Our bullpen has always been up and down, man. We do have the right, we do have the right guys. It just comes down to performance. I think this was a big hiccup um for our pitchers but again they they won't bounce back as hard as our starters um but certainly ross stripling's not gonna go out and do that every single time i mean that's a for sure saucedo's still a question mark for me but he won't be that bad every time all right riley let's move on to your last and our final thumbs down for the blue jays this year yeah this is a two thumbs down for me and it doesn't go to a player it goes to the marketing or whoever's in charge of this, it goes to the Jays shop. Right. I had a poll on Twitter on the go train. I did it. I said, <laughs> which of these player jerseys, the, you know, the blue ones with the player's name, because right, the they sh- cost a, the a hell of a lot of jerseys. Yeah. I said, I said, which player am I going to get? And I had on the poll, I had, and it was a no brainer. I had Barrios. I had Guriel Jr. I had Vizio. And of course I had Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman's your correct answer. But guess what? I go to the Jays shop. They had Matt Chapman jerseys. They had no Matt Chapman shirt jerseys. And I thought, this is crazy. And Jesse, they didn't have your guy. You yeah. say Kikuchi. They didn't. And we were livid, I tell you. The Rogers <laughs> Center almost went up in smoke. <laughs> they didn't have uh, Kevin Gosman or Jimmy Garcia jerseys either. I, I don't know. You knew you were getting a crowd of 45,000 plus. Maybe they just wanted people to buy the actual jerseys. I don't know, but little disappointing to see. We really wanted to get our stuff. And I was at the Rogers Center today. They don't have coffee shops in there anymore. No Tim Hortons either. So that's a thumbs down for me, man. We got to get caffeinated. I can't be chugging Red Bulls like crazy every game like I'm Brett Laurie or something. So thumbs down yeah, for me, me and you were, <laughs> Me and you were both Brett Laurie on Friday night. <laughs> yeah. um, both had uh, – and I had one on the go train. Jesse and I were wired for those of you um, that didn't know. But, uh, yeah, it was insane. Yeah, well, so that'll do it for our first series of the season. It's good that the Jays got out of there with a win. I don't think we're ever really going to be upset about a series win. That's what it's all about in baseball. Uh, That brings us next. The Jays are getting on a plane, and we are flying to New York City, where we get our first look at the New York Yankees in 2022. It's a four-game series, so these divisional matchups are always tough. They're always going to be important. We know we're going to be battling the Yankees a lot this season. And... uh, as things stand right now, the Jays are 2-1. and one. The Yankees are 2-0. and oh. They're currently playing Sunday Night Baseball, and they're tied at 3 against the Red Sox right now. So they're either going to be 3-0 and oh, or they're going to be 2-1 and one as well. So these games are going to be all important. Our pitching matchups so far line up. It's going to be Manoa against Jamison Tyone, Yusei Kikuchi against Nestor Cortez. Then we have Jose Barrios against Garrett Cole and Kevin Gosman against Luis Severino. Riley, what are you looking forward to most in this series? Well, you just brought up the pitchers there. I'm certainly with you when I say I'm looking forward to uh, Kikuchi starting his game. Very anticipated to see 
how he throws, what he throws, and how often he throws those pitches, yep. what his piss, picks mix, pitch mix is actually going to look like. Spring training is one thing, but you're facing an offense like the Yankees. I mean, you got to be clever on that hill. And it's, I, I assume, I can only assume it's going to be Jansen catching him with Kirk DHing. Hope Jansen is the right signal caller for him and they can work something out too. And of course, I'm also excited to see Alec Manoa with the year he had. I'm not even going to use the word I will. Um, the SS, if you want to talk about a bad second season, because superstition here with. Yeah, well, I won't say it. That's fine. That's fine, Jesse. You know, it, it's on you now if he goes out there and barioses. But, um, but, but no, certainly looking forward to Manoa. I think that he's a clutch guy, and he's he just has fun out there. It's going to be a great, great first two games, and then back to the top of the rotation. It's on the pitchers. We know what our position players can do. It's on the pitchers now. Show us, boys. Brios bounce back. Hope Gosman goes out and has a strong outing as well. Right, I'm with you. If our starting rotation pitches well, this series gives our bullpen a little bit of a break. The Jays should be successful against the New York Yankees here. Uh, they're always going to be a battle. There always are. I can't wait to watch. Riley, do you have a prediction? How uh, how many games are we going to win this series? Well, I'd like more than I tell you. I like more than a split. I if if we could walk away with three wins and one loss, I would be ec- ecstatic about that. I'm not going to tell you who's which pitchers. Uh, Brios is going to bounce back though, for sure. He's not taking an L. He didn't take a loss in the first game. Very well could have been on the hook for whatever the heck was happening there. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to tell you who wins, who loses. I don't want to make that prediction. Um, but three wins, um, and one loss, but they're going to be real close games. And Romano could get another thumbs up on, on, uh, next time we do it, because if they're close games, you know, he's going to be in there in high leverage situations and safe situations. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I'm going to predict we go as a split, right? Baseball's weird. The Yankees, you know, they have firepower. They might get lucky, hit a cheap home run here or something and sneak out a game. I don't know. Two and two sounds good, but I'm with you. I like it in theory. If we can go three and one, that would be an absolute yeah. win for this team. Riley, anything last thoughts before we get out of here today? No, our first kind of series recap, uh, you know, let Jesse and I know how we did. I tried oh, yeah. to be real, real short-winded <laughs> on this one. I know I get talking and things like that. It's a lot of fun for us to do this. I love talking baseball with Jesse. This is a real yeah. fun channel. Um, shout out to Quinn Abram, too, uh, who came with us to the game on Friday night. I had a blast with you boys. It's just good. I'm so glad baseball's back. And, you know, we have a club to do crazy things with. Um, let's beat the hell out of the pinstripes. That's all I got to say. Let's do it. Yeah, be sure to like and subscribe. This is the first of many, many series recaps we're going to be doing throughout the season. So if you've liked what you see, leave a comment, toss a like. And yeah, that'll do it for us here today. Let's go, Blue Jays. Let's go, boys.